Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Fresh Hands Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about a new Mandalorian episode. This one was named, this was The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 12. This one was named The, uh, what was it? It was Episode 4. This one was directed by Carl Weathers, which is the, um, he he plays Grief Cargo, which we've seen um, in the previous season. He's a very great character. He was on the planet that we spent majority of the time with last season and we also uh where was i going uh, what well, the name of the episode was what was the siege okay so we start this episode off with the mandalorian with his ship that's still pretty trash because the um the mod calamari that the mandalorian asked to fix it um last episode didn't do shit he didn't clean it all he literally did was add like some scuba like california restaurant stuff to the like the, um, California, some like, like, like some scoop, like some Florida, like some Florida restaurant themed stuff to a ship. Like there's a starfish, and then so he, we, <laughs> we we get to see a cool uh, uh scene where uh, Baby Yoda is trying to fix the wires that the Mandalorian um did. And again, I would like to bring up the internet, the intergalactical um. Child Protective Services, the ICPS. Uh, uh, why are Why are we letting the Mandalorian do this to the child? Um, because it's the man. The ch- the child could have killed himself, but um, he, we do it anyway. Because uh, you know whose fault this is. You know whose fault this is. It's Kathleen's Kennedy's. It's her fault. She needs to be fired from Disney. She's laid down shit with the new uh, sequel trilogy. Okay, but moving on. So um. We we end so we find out that they're not gonna be able to make it to Corvus. So that means we're gonna have to wait another episode. To see Ahsoka Tano. What's fun? And so anyway, um, I'm not getting pissed, but um, anyway, in this episode we actually see that um, we we actually have to go back to the Navarro, the planet that we've seen multiple times in the first season where we actually saw everything go down. So like from the from the guild we saw um, what's his name, uh, Carl Weather Carl Weather's character um. Grief Karga, and then we also see what's the other lady's name? Cardoon. Mm. Car- we also see Cardoon. So we go to Navarro, but um, before we actually get to um, the Mandalorian again, we see that where the old um, Mandalorian's armor what armor was is actually ransacked. So whenever whatever happened after the Mandalorian left after season one, no Mandalorians are left there. And so like the like the giant crest, the metal. Beskar crest, like their logo, the Mandalorian's logo, is no longer there, and neither is the armor. So it's being uh, ransacked by, like these weird looking cre- creatures that we saw from A New Hope. Was it was it like the creature that got its hand cut off by by Luke or something? What um was that was that what it was? Oh, Darth Vader. Okay. No, 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 no. Remember, like the character looks like a weird spider person. Anyway, like there's like four of them, and they're they're trying to they're trying to like kill like a random uh, meerkat. And Cara Dune goes, "Uh, uh-uh, not in my town. You're not killing a meerkat." So she decides to kill all those people for the meerkat. And then we find out Cara Dune's actually the marshal for uh, Navarro. And then we see we we actually go back to um we actually go back to the Mandalorian. He uh he lands. And we see his ship is still shitty as hell because he can't even get the docking uh, door to come all the way down. He comes like halfway and then he has to jump off of it. 
And so my man needs a plunger. So grief, uh, grief Karga tells the Mandalorian, he goes, what's up, old friend? What's up, baby Yoda? And so they say hi, they go into the city. And so, um, Karga tells, um, Hey, he tells like two of the people that fix ships over there. Hey, fix this man's ship. And so there's a red character that you need to watch out for. Cause we'll see him again later in the episode. But anyway, like the camera pans him as he's fixing the ship. So we go to the, um, town and then we see they actually put um the child in a little uh school where they're teaching people because this whole city's been completely redone ever since the moth gideon was here and he was defeated by the mandalorian and all these characters and so it's like a very nice town it was all redone but we actually see that there's a problem in that grief and Kara do need help with so they go to like this they go i guess they go to a Reef Karga's like office, and we actually see what's the guy's name? Uh, we saw him in the very Reef. first episode. Go fucker. No. <clears throat> we saw him in the very first episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, he's the blue guy that The Mandalorian put in Carbonite because he had a bounty on his head. But blue it's Fish Danny DeVito. Blue Fish Danny DeVito. That's what we're going to call him from now on. So, Blue Danny DeVito, like, as soon as he sees him, he goes, oh shit. And like all the like water comes out of his, all this water comes out of his um gills, like as like effect of him being scared. But anyway, we find out that majority of Navarro is actually absent, so like nobody else is there, because it's like in the very outer rims, like every planet is in fucking Star Wars. But um, we see that this is like a planet that's barely has nobody on it besides this little town in Navarro that they've been working on. But we actually found out, we actually find out that there's a empty there's not an empty but it's a there's a skeleton crew which means there's a crew that was left behind of, for, of, of imperial soldiers at an imperial is it like mining it's some type of fort but it reminds me of like the citadel like th that's what this episode reminds me of the clone wars when the, they're trying to enter and escape the citadel but anyway so they get to the area and there's actually a lot of clones there and we find out these are the clone this is where not clones this is where a bunch of the stormtroopers from the end of the fight from season one. That's where a bunch of the stormtroopers came from. And that's where I guess Moff Gideon was being stationed sometimes, like how Theron would be stationed at Lothal during Rebels. But anyway, we see that um so they def defeat everybody there and then they actually see some scientists there. And we actually see like because one of the scientists that we saw that was working in season one when they took the child uh, a part of a deal to, for the Mandalorian to get all his Baskar and make the complete Baskar armor. But then he saves him later in the uh, season. We at, remember there was a person, there was the scientist that worked from the Empire that had like the cloning patch from Attack of the Clones. This actually proves that theory. It not it doesn't like um, it's not like actually um, saying that this is what's happening, but it does point at. To the theory that the empire is cloning people as we saw in um rise of skywalker how palpatine was that was a clone of palpatine because he did die at the end of return of a jedi so we actually see that there's some bodies because this is a lab that's why this was here in navarro we actually see that the child his blood was actually being used that's why they want the child because his blood was being used to stabilize these clones so either these clones are a palpatine but i personally think that's they're making Snoke. That is who they're making, because that we never got a backstory to Snoke. And something that I'm I'm kind of hoping this show does is lead from 
original trilogy to sequel trilogy because we have a ton of stuff that lead from prequel trilogy to original trilogy but there's almost like nothing that leads from original trilogy to sequel trilogy so i think that's like something that helped the prequel trilogy like clone wars that's what helped the prequel trilogy like make people enjoy the uh, prequel trilogy so i think if they make the mandalorian move into the sequel trilogy i think that would make a lot of people enjoy the sequel trilogy again but anyway they end up escaping they end up having to leave the place because um that because the mandalorian decides he needs to go get the yoda i mean the ch the child because he thinks moff gideon's still here because they find out he's actually not dead because the um there was a monogram where they're talking to him and so uh they leave the, the mandalorian leaves and he goes and gets him from that town earlier and then we also have a cool, like, these cool fight scenes between Grief, Blue, um, Danny DeVito, and Cara Dune, where they're just, just killing a bunch of uh, stormtroopers. And they escape in, like, a giant tank. And then they just they kill some speeder bike troopers, and then they kill, they destroy, like, they get, are getting attacked by three um TIE Fighters, and then the TIE Fighters get destroyed by the Razor Crest, the Mandalorian inside the Razor Crest. So that shows us that the Razor Crest has been fixed completely. And so then uh, they get out of the tank, and then the man, um, Grief Car goes, and goes, hey, Mandalorian, thank you for saving our asses. Hey, can we repay you in some way? And he goes, I wish we could, but I gotta go off and give take this child to the Jedi, which it, he's taking it to Ahsoka Tano on Corvus, but we don't see that in this episode because the episode ends with him going off. But then we see that we actually pan to an Imperial sh ship. I, I don't know. And this one hasn't been named yet. But it's like a smaller ship. That, it's a really small Imperial ship, but not too small. But anyway, we see that they get the transmission that we see the transmission from that red creature that was working on the Mandalorian ship. So the Mandalorian ship is fixed, but there's a tracker on that ship. So now the Empire, or what's left of the Empire, ha is tracking the Mandalorian and the child because they want to get they want to clone whatever they're cloning. So that's that, that kind of proves the cloning theory even more. And then um, we see that Moff Gideon is still alive for even though we saw it at the end of season one, because the officer that was receiving the hologram from the red creature goes and talks to Moff Gideon, and then Moff Gideon goes, "All right, just make sure this tracker still works," and then. We see that Moff Gideon's in this room with a bunch of robots. And then that, that's where this episode ends. So, what did we all think about this episode, everybody? I thought it was pretty cool. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Jack? Mm-hmm. Okay, Javier, you're muted. What did you think of? Huh? What did you think about this episode? Um, I haven't seen it, but, you know, from the uh, thing, explanation... From the explanation, yeah, it's, it seems pretty good. Uh, Javier's just dying. Yeah, he was just dying a second ago. Uh, Trent, I know you. I know for sure you did not watch it. Okay, Javier, you're being muted. Okay, Trent, what do you think? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I really enjoyed this episode. It really showed that. Um, that the cloning thing is true. I I do want to see that. I, I do want to see that is proven that the clone that that they are working on clones, but um that would be cool. But I hope it's not the Palpatine clone. I hope we actually get to see that it's um that's Snoke because I want to see Snoke be 
like rise to the power and how the first order is made. That's what I want to see in the, in the show. But um, maybe we'll see that. Maybe not. But let's let's have a little talk in theory or time right now. What do we think Moff Gideon is going to do with those robots? What do we think? What do we think? He's going to get them. It's going to be like Clone War where, where they have the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the thing. And they do the thing. Or yeah, they yeah. The thing. yeah. Yeah, the thing and the thing. Okay. Well, he's going to try to get yeah. the blood. Yeah, like shoot those motherfuckers. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, here's, here's my theory. Here's my theory. So... I remember this from a Spider-Man cartoon because like the main thing from every Spider-Man cartoon is we need to get some Spider-Man blood so we can become as powerful as Spider-Man. And so remember, they want blood from the child like to stabilize the clones. Yeah, the clones that they're making. And so what if Moth Gideon, when he attacks the Mandalorian later in the series... The, the, the point of the clones is not, I mean, the robots is not to kill anybody, but to get a sample. So, like, they can be fighting, and, like, some of the robots die on purpose, but, like, one robot gets a sample of the Baby Yoda's blood and then dips. That way that they have of it, and they could, like, duplicate it for all these other clones, like how they did with um, they Boba, like they did with Boba Fett. No, but remember, Jack. They that uh, they took the child was taken away by the Mandalorian because it was hidden. Yeah, but they already had blood samples. That's what they see in the episode. But none of the clones were compatible. That, that's because that's because none of them had the high a higher a good enough midichlorian count like the child, which is basically just a bunch of cells that everything in the galaxy works on. Like depending on how much midichlorians you have in your body is how much how much you're connected to the force like the person that's the most midichlorians so far is uh darth vader anakin and like below him's mace windu and yoda that's why there's such great such powerful uh jedis but uh yeah honestly i didn't have a problem with this episode i really enjoyed it I think the funniest part was then was the scene where Baby Yoda's in the school and there's a kid next to him that's eating like macaroon blue macaroons. And so Baby Yoda goes, Hey kid, can I have some of those? And the kid just looks at him and then he like blows off Baby Yoda. And then Baby Yoda sticks out his hand, he's like, Come on, give me one. And the kid goes, No. And then Baby Yoda's like, All right. So the kid's facing the teacher, which is basically, which is basically like a droid that looks like C-3PO. And so the baby Yoda uses the force to grab all the macarons and he brings it all into a um he brings it all onto his um his his table and like baby Yoda has all the macarons. And the kid looks over and he has no macarons left. I think that's the funniest part about this episode. Baby Yoda was like no, oh, yeah. He 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 took up. He took a macadamia nut uh, break like Jack does. Macaroni. I think something interesting we should mention is in both in the last two episodes, they've started using a bunch of like rebels vehicles. Yes. Yeah, we saw like a ship from rebels in episode three and then episode four, we saw like a troop carrier and a star destroyer that appeared in Star Wars Rebels. See, like what I was taught, like when I was talking about this earlier, where um, I hope this goes into the sequel trilogy, 
uh, like Louis said, a lot of stuff of Rebels has been like hinted at. So it'd be like really cool if like something that this show takes into account is a lot of like plot holes from Rebels to be filled. Like what happened to Ezra? What happened to Thawne? Ahsoka, like what we were talking about earlier, because she's she's supposed to come out in the next episode. And then also somebody else that's supposed to come out is um Sabine Wren. It's so like that Mandalorian thing that we were talking about the previous episode of Bo-Katan. We could all talk about that and like all these little like Rebels details could like lead into something big. That'd be pretty cool. So, oh, Louie, what was the theory that you said that your dad had for the robots? What did, what did you think? What did you say it was? Oh, no, my dad was talking about the reason they wanted uh, like baby Yoda blood was because they were going to use it to like get create the perfect clone of Palpatine. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I know his history was because like they introduced the force healing with baby Yoda right before uh right before Rise of Skywalker came out. So he he thinks they're gonna like try to like connect the Mandalorian more to Rise of more like Rise of Skywalker again with the, that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And I think the only person that really knew about healing people was Palpatine, because remember the secret trait that he was trying to teach Anakin from Revenge of the Sith and the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, how he could save everybody else around him but not himself. I th- yeah. What What if this was like a backup plan that Palpatine had? So do you any of you remember uh, Battlefront 2, the backup plan that Palpatine had if he died, where all these yeah. like – what was it called? Yeah, Operation Cinder. Yes, where they destroy a bunch of planets because the Death Star was no longer a thing. What if this was a backup plan by Palpatine? Like, if I were to die, I need you to make a clone of me. So that way I can still keep on living. That that would make so much more sense. But not living. No, 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 no. But remember, in Battlefront 2, like, okay, so they can... Palpatine can either leave it as leave it as a hologram, but in battle or because in Battlefront two there was like a robot that had Palpatine's like all of Palpatine's memory, but like I think it was like a one way conversation thing. Like he would say something, and that was it. That was the only thing the robot was used for. I think the robot like like just shut off after that. But that would be like cool. Like in another episode, like Moff Moff Gideon is talking to somebody. Like, we see that he's talking to somebody because, like, about the big plan over the season, and he's talking to the droid or that robot that has, like, Palpatine's face on it. And, like, how the big plan is that you need to make a clone of Palpatine so we can go on and live and then teach other uh, Sith people about the cloning process and how to keep the Empire going and how to make and how Snoke got made and all this other stuff leading into the sequel trilogy. Leading into how the first order was made. Those are theories with Fresh Ants podcast. None of them are probably going to be true. Because we're, we, we're 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 some dumbass motherfuckers. Yes, the only things that we know for sure that could work is if you stick a plunger to somebody's head, like Jack wants to do to Jeff Bezos. Ooh, Jeff Bezos deserves that. Yeah. Is too much money. So it, for, money. for those of you wondering why you can't hear Javi, I've muted him because I know he's going to go ape shit. So we're just going to oh, leave he's that a, He's going ape shit. Oh, we texted him some things. He'll go ape shit anyway. 
Thank you, thank you. Okay, so uh, thank you everybody for listening to this podcast episode today. We've had a great time recording these because we're getting them all in right now because, you know, we haven't been doing everything for like the last couple weeks as uh, we keep forgetting to do them because we have other things pop up like taking massive fat ass naps. Um, We have other things to do, but um, I'm really really enjoying this season of The Mandalorian. I I sure... I'm sure all of you guys are also enjoying the season. Stop talking about Okay. Anyway. Hitler be like. For all of you that enjoy our podcast, go follow our Instagram and Twitter page. It's really fun. That you always whatever's happening, it gets posted on there. New episodes, new information about everything is always on there. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. It's always a wave here. Thank you. But uh Don't forget every Sunday we have um we have Fresh Jam's update, which is basically news for the week, uh the previous week. So like any geek news that's a, that's found out, rumor, whether it's true or not, confirmed. I talk about it, I talk to about it a little bit. We break it down a tiny bit. It might get brought up in future episodes, most likely not, because we don't bring it up anything because we're lazy and we forget things. Well, who's ready for the new boss baby? Dude, Boss Baby Two looks lit. Anyway, thank you well, for thank you for listening. Have a great day. I ha- and if your day is not going so well, I hope this makes it better. They say they oh, baby also, 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 last thing: if you know anybody in the Play-Doh industry, please contact us. We want to we sponsor. Need we wa- Why not, Trent? Think about it like this. Okay, so we tried contacting people like Raycon. A lot of people. The reason that we contact them is because a lot of people. Sponsor Raycon. So all these companies, uh, big companies like Raycon or like Manscaped, get sponsored all the time by people. But somebody that never gets sponsored that might say yes. That's not a big company or a small company is Play-Doh. Why? Because you can make the house out of Play-Doh and then eat it. What are they going to do? Can you eat Raycon? No, yes. but you yes. can eat Play-Doh. Yeah. See. Louis, you can make a house out of Play-Doh, then eat the Play-Doh. Uh, it's I like a meal and a house. Exactly. Exactly. That's why we need to be sponsored by Play-Doh. If you know anybody of Play-Doh, how we can contact them, please contact us back. Right now we're working on State Farm. Have a great day. <laughs>